Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go, gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I got Bowl in the studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It, it is a little bit of a chilly, kind of rainy day out today. That yeah. wonderful March weather going back and forth, you know. At least we didn't have the snow like uh, yep. parts of other parts of Illinois did this morning. Yep. I say we're probably doing much better than Leo and some of the other employees who went up to Addison last night, as a matter of fact. Oh, for the one-day event. Yep. Right? So They've today is up. our very first one-day event of awesome. the season. So yeah, I kind of perpetually live in these two different seasons of Black Friday sale, one day event time. So we kind of go through those two different times because one day event time is when we get a good influx of computers and that we can go through. They're not, uh, most of the ones we get are residential, so we just get parts out of them, but uh, it's a lot of stuff to get in and go through and test go oh, yeah, check everything sure. and yeah so for sure it's, i bet you get a tons of stuff being up yeah. there by chicago and not that you don't get a lot of stuff here because you, you most certainly do but yeah addison typically they have a semi truck in addition to our blh box truck wow our blh box trucks is like thirty thousand, i think and semis are like 70 to a hundred thousand somewhere in that range so yeah we get quite a bit of recycling from this one in particular this is one of the bigger ones that we do of the season and it is our very first one and yeah it is snowing up there from what i saw so uh Unfortunately, rain and snow doesn't typically cancel the event. If it's you know if it's torrential, they'll right. they'll postpone it. Um, but a lot of the times, they have like heat pads and uh, ponchos and stuff for the guys to work in. Um, most of the time, the weather does kind of uh, inhibit people from bringing their recycling out, but it doesn't stop everybody. Uh, so they still typically accept recycling when it's raining or it's snowing. Uh, they, If it's lightninging or if the, the wind is really bad, uh, we have canceled events before. But I don't imagine that they're going to be driving to Addison and then just some snow, which uh, the radar was saying it was about an inch that they'd be experiencing. Mm. So it's not like it's oh, a yeah, heavy it's snowfall. Yeah. No. It's just kind of a light dust. Yeah. It'll probably be gone by tomorrow. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Leo, Leo plans for all of this sort of stuff. So I'm sure he told the guys, make sure you bring, you know, heavy winter coats. And he always takes gloves. And then uh, I know we usually have masks if people need them. But there's try and keep the guys safe and taken care of. And uh, it's our first one day event of the season. Yeah, right. So we've got several more on the books planned out sure. moving forward. Uh, I know last year at this time when I came in to speak about this on the radio, uh, there were several dates that uh, were still to be announced. Sure. We had not had a set schedule for those dates yet. And this is f um, this is from today all the way through to, it's like uh, August something or okay. other. And awesome. we take a little bit of a break from June and July because it's, it gets you a little, too still a little warm. Yep. Yeah, it's a little little much to, yeah, to handle. Yeah, especially free time on uh, during the summer. Because they're all out. They're yep. all outside. You know, you're sweating yeah. doing this. And man. Yeah, it do. gets to be like 100, 110. So it gets to be too much doing some of the one-day events in those. So now, do you have one next week too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And do you know where that one might be yet? Yeah. Or? Let me find the picture I got. Uh, like I was just saying, last year I took a picture of the schedule, sure. and there was a couple of opening open places. And this year it is completely full. We are totally booked all the way through every weekend. Um, 
There were some events that we did last year that were double booked, and we do have a couple of this year as well. Uh, so okay. let's see. Next weekend is Cass County, and then the weekend after that, we are off for Easter. So there oh. won't be any one-day events the weekend of April the 8th. And then Petersburg, and then the one after that, the weekend of April the 22nd, is Long Creek and Auburn. So that's wow. one of our first dual events. Cool, cool. But yeah, we have events planned for every weekend all the way through. It's October 28th is where our schedule ends. So uh, we are very busy this time of year with our one-day events. We do them always on Saturdays. And yep. Yeah, we always get tons of recycling. Most of them are provided by the uh, location that we go to. Um, so it, the TV recycling, it usually depends on how they have it set up. A lot of the times we take the TVs for the residents at no cost. Uh, sometimes sure. there is a charge associated with recycling TVs like there would be almost any other time. Um, well, and like the city, like Springfield, they pay for that yeah. that cost. So that's why you get to recycle yep. those for free. Same way with, was it Jacksonville too? Yep. Is the same and way? Christian County. And Christian so, County, yeah. right. So now actually, yeah, all of our stores offer TV recycling for free to residents of the areas that they are at. Uh, Taylorville is anywhere Christian County. Uh, right. Jacksonville is Jacksonville. They offer two TVs per household per year at no cost. Springfield is the same. We offer three TVs per household per year. We take a look at your driver's license, and it's based on your address and the city-defined limits. Sure. Um, so, unfortunately, if you live outside of town or in some of the little uh, townships, you're not part of that. Ugh. And I, I run every Chatham address that people say I'm a city resident and they hand me their driver's license. If it says Chatham on it, there are some Chatham residents who are Springfield city limit Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the it's weird how that, wor- districting how that works. The of all of it is kind of funny how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, so it's usually on our website. I'll have to find out for sure. Uh, but it should be on our website or our Facebook, whether or not. BLHcomputers.com, right? BLHcomputers.com or our Facebook on whether these events are, if they accept the free TV recycling for the residents or if you have to pay for it. Usually that's the only thing that changes between each of these events. Yeah, you guys keep your Facebook updated all the time. I yep. mean, I'm always seeing all the new posts there talking about the everything. So yep. definitely, definitely check out that. I have to laugh because some of the, the posts that we put on there, they use pictures from, they had to be from 10 years ago. Oh. Some of the computers that like, I can look at that and go, Hey, that's a core two duo. I know for a fact that that is not <laughs> something we have sold for five or six years. And at least run any, yeah, at least it won't run anything even remotely close to, you know, relevant nowadays. So, uh, I need to talk to whoever does our Facebook and have them update some of the photos that they use in our advertising. Get a little bit more crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you'd like to join in, 217-629-7970. The phone lines are open for any questions you might have. Um, there's definitely one of the Windows questions I saw with the snipping tool this week. Yeah. That was that was crazy. A hacker could get your, get your information just because you've copied it onto the clipboard, if I remember. Uh, I didn't. I guess I didn't see anything about the clipboard necessarily, but from what I was seeing is that it. If you edit a photo, they can through a little bit of digging find the unedited version of it. And put so, it. So yeah, if you use any kind, if you use the snipping tool, or uh, I'll have to find out what the other one, the name of the other one was actually. But uh, I know I am a Photoshop user, so uh, when I create yeah. something in Photoshop, uh, you create different layers. Right. So as I take a picture and I add to it or I change it, it actually creates a new layer, and then I can turn those layers on and off. And whenever I finish something in Photoshop, I always save it twice. I save one as, uh, you know, whatever right. I want to put online or load anywhere. And then I save one as that name within parentheses parts, because 
uh, when I save it as the parts, it's all the different layers that I can turn off and on. And then when I save it to put it online, you merge those layers together so mm. it becomes one composite image and it's not supposed to be edited. Uh, at least the editing I have done at that point is not supposed to be able to be turned on and off. So uh, if somebody were to download my Photoshop image off of line and uh, open it into Photoshop, depending on which version I loaded, they will either get the one image or they will get the seven or eight layers and they can turn off and on each individual layer to see what it is that I've done. So if I've added a person to the picture and it's just oh. that person, they can turn that person off and on. And that is allegedly what they're saying here is if you open a photo and you edit it, so like say you select an area and just put a black bar to hide something, uh, even saving it as that composite image, people yes. are able to open that and look at previous save issues, and they can actually undo any editing that has been done to these photos. All because of an exploit that, yeah. they, that they found in yep. this. Wow. And it's, it's just crazy that they could they find these just the little things because of that code. It's not even necessarily an exploit. It's more just the way that they are. It's being handled, these images. So it's basically you save it as image one, and then if you edit it, it saves it as image two. And then if you edit it again, it saves it as image three. And then if you edit it again, it saves it as image four. And what it's doing is it's taking this 100 megabyte file, and now it's a 200 megabyte file, and then it might be a 400 megabyte file, and then it might be a 600 megabyte file, and then they are opening it up, and they are seeing, well, the original image was 100 megabytes, and mm. we can see what these changes are, like those layers in Photoshop that I've been that I was talking about. Wow. That's so they're not supposed, when you, when you edit it in this and you like save it or post it online, it's supposed to be just that one composite right. image where I can't undo the black bar that you've put on there. But that's what they, people have figured out how to do recently is yes. how to see all of the different history and variations of, uh, if the image is saved multiple times on top of itself. So it is a, a tiny bit of an exploit where it's not supposed to be working correct, where it's not working exactly like it's supposed to be. But uh, it's just amazing to me how people have time to find these yep. little little things, and, yeah. and then when they update the software, then they find something else yeah. that they could. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. We've got the phone lines open: two one seven six two nine seventy nine seventy. And I kind of wanted to bring up the chat GPT. We were just talking about this off air, how this has kind of exploded. And now it started hacking uh, Facebook accounts through a Chrome extension. Yeah. And I mean, it, it hasn't done it by itself. Just right. to clarify that. It's, right. it's not doing anything by itself yet, but they are implementing it with other AIs. And uh, I just... I hate to sound like a doomsdayer or like the sky is falling, but uh, the moment in the the Marvel Universe, the moment Ultron accessed the internet, he wanted to eliminate humanity. So if we are giving something that is as powerful as this AI access to the internet, and uh, because it was trained previously on very specific subsets, and now it's getting it's being given to the the wild wild west free range internet where you know there's. Plenty of sites that are not quite uh, controlled 
And so there, there's plenty of it for it to do out there. But what you're talking about specifically is an extension in Chrome right. that uh, Chrome themselves had enabled, right. which would add ChatGPT to their search and anything else. And somebody else created an additional extension that looks exactly like it. It spoofs it in every single way, except for this extension. Also, the one thing that it changes is that it sends cookies from like Facebook or other major websites to their server. Right. So you're you're using ChatGPT, but I always say it's like you're look you're using it and you're looking through a magnifying glass, and that magnifying glass is collecting data and information, and somebody else is holding that magnifying glass. So you might be seeing and using everything correctly, but somebody else is watching and collecting data at the same time. And even if it is just these Facebook cookies, that's just that's stuff so such data. as yeah, yeah, that's such uh, stuff as your uh, username, yeah. yeah, passwords. Usually, passwords are encrypted on most websites, so they can't get that through the cookies. Um, even if you do the auto login stuff, oh. it's usually hashed and it's usually encrypted. So the the auto login on websites that's not typically a terrible thing to do. But uh, what it, it's just it's taking public information. So right. this stuff is available information. This is all stuff that the internet tracks you over literally every single thing that you oh. do. But it's taking this information without asking you for permission, and that's kind of where one of the big issues is, is that uh, somebody else unknowingly is, they have spoofed this extension, so it said over 9,000 people had downloaded and installed this, and you just use ChatGPT in Chrome like normal, wow. no issues at all, except a key of your a key part of your data is being sent somewhere that it's not supposed to be. I really like that you sent me this article because this, uh, it really reaffirms my faith in humanity. <laughs> we talk all the time about security and how oh, it's a yeah. game of cat and mouse and how uh, there's some kind of exploit and then people come up with you know a fix for it and then there's another exploit and people come up with a fix for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's for sure the game of cat and mouse like that. Yeah, and part of Part of it is what you had sent me in this uh, is just a good Samaritan, somebody who doesn't necessarily get paid. I didn't see if this was part of their job. It oh. might be part of their job, but then they do a different additional hobby. There are people who definitely do this sort of thing for work, and then there are people who do this sort of thing just for because they like to know. So there was somebody who decided to download this extension, add it to their Chrome, start using it, and they have a device between their router and the rest of the world, and this device actually gives them all of the data that is being transferred from the router to the rest of the world. Wow. And it's not it's not stopping it necessarily, but it's unpackaging it. You can look at it. You can see exactly what's being transferred. You can see where it's being transferred to That's because scary. everything on the internet is tracked 100%. Oh, yeah. It is... 100% tracked absolutely everything you do, and there are ways around it, but those are not... They're not uh, surefire 100%. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this good Samaritan, this person who just is, it was probably a hobby. They enjoy looking at their data. They were like, wait a second. Uh, ChatGPT is supposed to send out 100 megs of data. It's sending out 101 megs of data. That's weird oh, yeah. that it's sending out that additional little bit of data. What is it sending out? I can look at all of this data. It's supposed to go where it's supposed to go. But then there's this additional file that is being sent from 
my Facebook to this IP address. And you don't necessarily know. There, there's steps you have to take to go to find out where that IP address is going necessarily. Right. But uh, that's kind of what it's supposed to be there for is it's an address on the Internet. So you know that this IP address does not match up with most public websites. Their IP addresses for their servers are public. So you can go and say, hey, all of this is going to this IP address. I know it's going to one of Facebook's websites, one of their servers. This is going to an IP address that is not linked to any Facebook. It's not linked to any Amazon or anywhere like that. So I know for a fact the data is going out my router to the rest of the world, and there is a little tiny tidbit piece of information that is not authorized. So what is that? Where does it come from? What's going on? And just because somebody, uh, what they did is they basically went onto Twitter and they uh, announced to an act- uh, a much higher level IT mm. professional, hey, I found this out. Will you look into it? And that's just kind of how this happens is somebody notices something a little suspicious or peculiar. They bring it to the attention of other people. There are good faith right. actors in the world. So mm. they're like, whoa, hang on. Somebody's collecting this? data that's not supposed to be collecting data. And what are they? What are they going to be doing with this data? Yeah. What kind of data are they collecting? Yeah. So uh, even though it's it's very difficult to figure out where this data is going necessarily, they just know for a fact it's not going to where it's supposed to be going, and it's an addition to what is being asked for. So that right there is all that it takes for somebody to go, hey, something suspicious is happening. We need to find out yeah. what is going on. Um, There's the, that other article too, what Power Magic and Common Magic, where they were stealing data as yeah. well. And that was, uh, let's see, which one was this exactly? So this was, uh, <laughs> this is funny that uh, a lot of people's big issue with the Windows OS is Windows OS hides default. Uh, uh, the the document oh. extension oh yes yes so it doesn't the necessarily doc. say if it's so and so pdf or so and so docx or so and so xls or whatever it, you got to turn hides those yeah, yeah you, you got to turn, turn those on turn it on right so what people have been doing is they've been saving they've been uh, putting pdfs online that it does say it's so and so pdf because Windows will hide the exe Oh, yes. So it's not a PDF. It's an executable so that when you go to open it, it actually runs a program instead of just opening up the document you're looking at. But uh, you can change icons on things. So Uh, you can make it look like a PDF. You can have it named as a PDF. And you can have it when you double-click on it, opens your Adobe, and opens some kind of PDF. But it is an executable, so it actually runs an additional line of code in the background, and that adds... it, this gives it PowerShell access, oh, yeah. which is command prompt access. It is, uh, I think that's ring one is what it would be called, which ring zero is oh. the actual physical hardware of a okay. machine. So it's it gives it incredibly, incredibly powerful access to your computer. Um, and it can take over. It could take over your computer, yeah. make it start sending out other data that you yep. don't want it to send out start copying all of your all of your cookies and doing whatever to those yeah. or or getting your passwords i mean encryption it, nowadays is kind of a concern where people just lock all of your files down and you have to pay them to unlock it but that is actually worth less money than just collecting people's data over the extended period of time. So a lot of people now, when they hack you, they will just get into your machine and just talk computers and internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk.
92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. If you'd like to join in, 217-629-7970. And we've been talking about stealing data. And another another uh, company, TikTok, uh, has been we in the news. speak about often. Yeah, yep. yeah, we speak about quite quite often um, where the government's trying to ban it. But not only that, TikTok is uh, has your data, even if you've never really used the data. Yeah, and I know that uh, they are certainly not the only company that does this. Um, I know companies like Google and Facebook and Amazon, they have certainly uh, linked profiles for different websites together. They have collected data on people. So when we talk about how it's almost impossible to be anonymous on the internet, if you've ever done anything and you've ever used the same uh, device connected to the same IP address, it's tracked somewhere. Oh, so yeah. they have. Uh, I know it was a couple years ago we were talking about Cambridge Analytica, and they're just one of many data firms who just collect this massive, massive amount of data on you. And they bragged that they have a thousand data points on every single American. Wow! So every single solitary person, no matter how you know important you are, or I'm not trying to call anybody not important, but <laughs> I'm, you tell I'm not <laughs> somebody. I don't. I don't really post anything on the internet too often. I like you know I chat sometimes, but. I don't really go posting a bunch of memes. I certainly am not a YouTube star. I don't TikTok in any way. Uh, <laughs> the biggest social media that I use is Snapchat, but that is for family mostly. I right. just I, I've got two children, so I have years of uh, video data of my children. Um, but all of these companies, they they link together and they find out, you know, so-and-so logged into this email address on this IP address at this time. And then within five minutes later, they went to their YouTube and they logged into their YouTube. And then they also went to their, you know, this website and logged into this website and all of that stuff is tracked. And TikTok has, uh, they, they put, they do the, the pixel load uh, trackers oh, yeah. that we've talked about emails doing before. Right. And what will happen in your emails is if you open an email and you have it set to automatically da- uh, download the photo data of it, it will download a photo that is a single pixel. So you cannot see this pixel at all. Well, I mean, I guess you can if you're really, really looking for it, but it's a single pixel, very, very, very tiny. It doesn't show anything at all, right. but what it does is it tells the sender that you have downloaded that image. Right. So they know for a fact, guaranteed, somebody has clicked on that email, opened that email, downloaded that image. So you, they know for a fact you have received the email and you have opened the email and you viewed the email. So even if you do the like unread part of it, it still shows that, hey, yeah, you, we sent an email right. and you did receive it, so you can't say that you did not receive it. A lot of companies do this with their employees, um, and you can go into your settings and you can turn off your uh, email settings to automatically download all attachments and automatically download all pictures associated with them so that it turns off this way to track you through your email. And that's similar to what TikTok has been doing on various websites. Uh, Pretty much anything with a TikTok video or if it has any kind of TikTok logo on it. I know Facebook was doing the same thing for a long time, just collecting data. If you want to log in with your Facebook on this website, you can do it. Or if you're going through Facebook and you see like, hey, check out my store. My website is this. And you click on that store. Facebook keeps that link. 
you as a person has clicked on this, so you might possibly have interest in that. Whether it's you're supporting a friend or you're actually interested in, you know, whatever crochet thing they're making. Um, It's crazy how that all works. I mean, like you said, you never always, you're never anonymous. If you got a phone, you're being tracked. Yeah. And one of the crazy things about TikTok is that all of their servers are in a foreign country. We talk about them being in China and how that's an issue just because their servers and all of this data is going to a foreign country. And we were talking a little bit off the air about how just mind-blowing technology is nowadays. Sure. And how I can take a video with this and I can hit upload and it might take 10, 15 seconds. I have no idea because I don't have TikTok. Uh, (laughs) It might take however long to upload that video, but that video video is traversing fiber octave cables and, uh, I lost my train of thought, <laughs> copper, oh, sorry, copper, copper yeah, cables, yeah, yeah. Co- copper coax cables. So it's traversing these physical medias all the way to a foreign country and then all the way back, back. And it's typically instantaneous. Like this stuff happens without you knowing most of the time immediately. So this happens with websites and this happens with like, what well, you're talking about that extension oh, where, yeah. yeah, sure. I send my data out to chat GPT, but it's also going somewhere else. And this happens all instantaneously. Yeah. And, and you don't, you don't know. I mean, you don't know where this is yep. going. You just don't know. Yeah. And, and just with the internet of things, the way everything is connected, everything is seeing everything else and right. talking to everything else. And that's kind of how, uh, The internet is designed to take the path of least resistance, so it'll go through my router, and it might go through your router to make it through to Chicago's server, just depending on what the quickest way to go about that is. So it wouldn't... I don't know how difficult it would be because I don't hack people, but at some point in time, you can put a device somewhere in the middle of that, that like we were just talking about that extension just collects data. It just gives me what data you are going out there and it makes a copy of it. So it doesn't stop it or halted it anyway. Um, through learning about the way that networking works over the past couple months, it's kind of mind blowing how many times the data you send out over the internet gets unpackaged, something gets added to it, or it gets changed if it ever needs to transfer. So going from the copper media to the fiber octave cables, there's just a way that it's, it's written between those. So at some point in time to go between those two different physical medias, it has to be unpacked. Part of it has to be removed. Part of it has to be added to it. It has to be repacked. And then it goes along those cables. And like we were just talking about, it goes to a foreign country instantaneous. The, the speed that this happens with is you can ping your router in your house within milliseconds. Right. So, I mean, the, Technology just, is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's and you and you don't even know what you don't know what's even happened in yep. that in those couple you know seconds or whatever, yep. however long it took. So that's to how that. people were stealing those oh, yeah. cars. If you have a car with remote ignition and you were hitting the button, right. it is just sending out the a, way that it works. Is it just sends out a just uh, a signal just you know to the air it's only supposed to be picked up by something looking for that signal so if i design a device that looks for all these signals is able to unpackage it is able to run anti-encryption and then able to repackage it and send it out this happens within a second and when i click my button and my car starts you have no idea that that data went somewhere else and then to the car and then Somebody's yeah. intercepted that. That's yeah. why, like, even like the credit cards, they've got those little tap and goes. Yeah. Well, you're, it's sending out a little signal with your 
information on it and you don't yeah. even know you don't even realize it somebody walks up and has a little device that can capture that yeah. or get really close those at least those are limited to the it, it has to be within a certain range right. and the ranges you know you literally have to tap it um, one of the cool things I did think about or I was trying to lean into as far as the the TikTok stuff goes they have banned it on the government devices they oh, are yes. trying to ban it here in America period and that is because the data goes overseas so TikTok themselves has started what they are calling I think it's Project Texas it's something to Texas. It's like Project Texas or something where they are trying to put a server in Texas that will house all American data. Oh, wow. So our data will go to a server here in the United States. It will probably still go overseas because parent companies want to. I'm going to say now, will, this, so will that server talk to the other server, you know, more than likely, and then so yeah. it's still going Technically, it's still going there. But then at least we would be able to go, okay, this is all the data they are collecting. We can see everything that is collecting, and we can actually kind of control what leaves our server and would go to their server at that point. These are companies, so they'd have to come up with, you know, some kind of agreement or whatnot. But this would tell us as a country if TikTok is collecting clipboard data, clipboard being that, you know, you highlight something, right right click, copy, go to other website, right click, paste. You pasted your password from website to website so that you auto log in. That is stored in what's called your clipboard. And I think it's four or five different stores it has until the computer restarts. So, uh, yeah, if you just copy four or five passwords and it's stored on your clipboard data and people collect that. We got a call coming in. Hello, you're on 92.7 WMAY. Hello. Hey, guys. Yeah, I was, I, one of my guys who posts on Facebook is an amateur radio operator, and he managed to get a hold of a device that would actually open cars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I say. Like, it was like a little device. <laughs> wow. Just there. Yeah, unfortunately, we, we're talking about uh, security as far as this is all software. So it's the same as if you go to a bar downtown and the only way to get in at all is if you know that password. Well, if you don't know the password, you're not allowed in at all. But if you walk up and you say the password, they're like, all right, he knows the password. He's allowed in. It's not. There's not the human element of this guy might look suspicious. You know, he's wearing kind of weird clothing with a lot of bulky stuff hidden underneath of it. We're not sure exactly what's going on. It, we're talking about computers. We're talking about software, which is just black and white text. So they go, hey, he knows the password. He's allowed in. Yep. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm here. Okay, come on in. Yep. And then once you're in, you they run these executables, and the computer goes, well, he knows the password, and he's allowed in. Why would we have any concerns with what he is doing necessarily? So there's yeah. not that human element like, of, yeah, we, it's suspicious, so we need to keep yeah, an eye on that, this guy. Yeah, that's why you're starting to see more... Uh, computers with second or third level encryptions on them because uh, if they get past the, the password, they still have to do uh, whatever's talking to that computer has to come in and pick up. And there are several other challenges that are automatic and uh, prevent a lot of the uh, hacking that's going on. Yeah, that that does uh, that is a lot of what like the TPM chip, chip two point yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, the computer components, they are a lot better at being secure amongst one another, but we're still talking about software. We're still talking about, yep. hey, I need a password. Oh, you know the password? Cool. You're allowed in. Yeah, yeah you're talking software. Software is like, uh, the password's like, no, you can't get me. Yeah, software's like, okay, you can do whatever you want to me. Pretty <laughs> much, right. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, have a good weekend, guys. Thank you. You All have right. a great weekend, too. All right. 
Thank you for the call, caller. Um, and if you have uh, want to join in, have any questions, 217-629-7970. We'll feel free to answer the questions. And uh, also I wanted to bring up, too, uh, YouTube is going up from yeah. $64.99 to $72.99. Yeah, that's for their YouTube TV, and that's yeah. a bit ridiculous. I, I don't even know what's on YouTube TV besides that article you sent me says that they, they signed an agreement with the NFL, so they're going to officially offer NFL stuff on YouTube TV, but welcome back to 927 WMAY. Let's talk computers and internet with BLH. Got the uh, machine music going on here. <laughs> Wait for the drop. Oh yeah, boom. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, we, I'm sorry. I'm still a little... I, I don't understand how... I need to look up what YouTube TV is offering. $72 a month for a streaming service that you still need internet right. to view. Just, I, I don't know. I got to see I, what they're offering. When it first came out, if I remember correctly, it was only like 35 bucks. Yeah, and that was in like 2017 or something. So in the six or so years, it's... Uh, doubled four times, I think is what they're saying. Yeah, not, I don't. It's increased four times. It's increased a lot, like eighty percent. You know, that's 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 a lot of money for television. Yeah, I mean, I get upset by Disney Plus going up by five bucks a month, and it's still under twenty dollars a month for everything that Disney has. And I, YouTube is typically. Uh, uh, Customer-generated content, so I, I am interested to know what exactly they think this seventy-two dollars, seventy-three dollars a month is worth. I know it did say that they just came up with a new deal with the, oh. the NFL, so they will be streaming NFL right. games. But that's but still, it seems like a lot of money, even even to have the NFL. Yeah, when you can get <laughs> the, like a lot of the free services, like the the Tubi TV and the um, I'm Pluto TV all for free, you know, to be spending that kind of money on They YouTube. do NFL streaming on those for free? I, I don't know if NFL streaming for free, but... A lot of the times when they do some kind of deal like this, that'll get removed from anywhere else that you could view it. So sure. the only place you would be able to view it is on YouTube TV. Um, I imagine it's... I think NFL was in, uh, involved in a lot of uh, just cable TV okay. stuff as it was, uh, at it? least local games, you know, local, whatever. But, sure. Um, I mean, I don't have cable anymore either. I just have internet. So uh, it, it's crazy. It blows my mind to think that you would pay 50, 60 bucks a month for internet and then somebody else would also pay $73 a month for. I really do need to look and see what they think. What they offer. Yeah. This is because Netflix, Amazon, uh, Prime, uh, all those other streaming services, they at least have shows that I've heard of and that are at least somewhat interesting. Sure. And the prices are like a third of what right. this one is. And, and who I, knows, maybe with uh, Amazon, maybe they'll bundle it in when they start offering their home very internet. Very well could, yep. Because they've, they announced different packages that they're going to have. Yep. They've got what the the pro version, I believe, the standard and the portable Yeah, I'll version. have to see what the, the different... The differing speeds between the two are, but... Uh, I think the f standard was 400 uh, megabits. Uh, the Pro was at 1 gigabit, and the Portable was 100. Cool. 
Wow. So yeah. Right on. So I don't know the pricing yet. I don't think they've announced. I don't think they've announced the pricing on it yet. And I know Amazon. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. But I know Amazon owns a lot of the backbone for internet nowadays. They own Amazon Web Services as well as a lot of these servers that they have set up in various locations. This is specifically speaking about satellite internet right. that they will be trying to offer to people. Uh, you know, in areas where there is no infrastructure in oh, place. Oh yeah, um, definitely like farm farms. Like my wife's parents, yeah. they live on a on a farm very hard to get internet um the only way they've got it is through a, a hot spot through verizon yep. and which is was, cellular service right so which is cellular service essentially absolutely. the same thing basically yep. absolutely radio waves versus you know satellite signals but um <laughs> but there's a lot of a lot of farms like that throughout illinois and other parts of the other parts of the united states where they just don't have the they're not like a city where you have your cable companies and your, you know, uh, AT, like AT&T where they've built out their network. Yeah. So you don't have access to all that. Nope. So it is kind of nice that they're going to be trying to give access to people who, like we were just saying, just don't have the infrastructure in place. Sure. Um, earlier in this week, I read an article about SpaceX, who they were recently authorized to do their oh, yeah. low satellite orbit internet. They had an issue with, it was like 50% of their... There are satellites that they were trying to put up, something along those lines. Um, I didn't get too far in the article on whether or not they had to bring any of them down or what the issues were exactly, but just that they, SpaceX has put a bunch of satellites in space and they're not quite working the way that they're supposed to. So uh, I do think Amazon is a little bit more established yeah. of, a, of a company, so I imagine... I don't know. Amazon's quality has certainly gone downhill over the past couple of years as far as the products you can purchase from them anyways goes. I, I feel I feel that way too. It's I feel like it's gone downhill. Their quality control has certainly diminished quite a bit. So um, I, I haven't seen what their servers or what any of that stuff looks like. I'm sure the actual services that he's offering as far as that goes, it's going to be top tier. I really do think oh. that... You know, he's spending time and money putting infrastructure in the sky so that he can be the person to offer internet to people who can't get it otherwise because that's how you make money. So right. he is going to want to offer at least relatively good service. And yeah, if it's one gig down, or did you say it was 100 gig down uh, for uh, the standard, I would believe is 400. The portable was 100. Megas and, and then one okay. gig for the pro. Yeah, so that's not a huge amount of data. The one gig is pretty nice. I, I, do, I am yeah. interested in knowing what the pro price of that is, especially if you're in an area that cannot get internet otherwise. Yeah. It probably is going to be fairly expensive, especially as soon as they start implementing this. Um, because they, I think HughesNet Hughes satellite, I believe they're pretty expensive. They're pretty pricey with theirs for uh, people who use that for their internet. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't think they've released the prices yet for this Amazon internet. No, it's, it says in there specifically that they haven't released the prices, but that they imagine it will stay competitive with SpaceX, which is $90 a month. Um, so that that's not a terrible price. I mean, it is about double for what I'm getting, and I'm getting, I think it's 400 up and 100 down, so my yeah. speeds are pretty good right now. Uh, sure. Well, yeah. I also wanted to bring up, too, if you have a Wii U or a 3DS, they're shutting down the eShop uh, Monday. Yep. It'll be the last day for it. And those are a little older devices because you yeah, have to switch out. Yeah, quite a bit older devices, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And they have their online 
store that if you've purchased any digital games, like you were just saying, make sure to download them and right. get them installed. Because once they turn these servers off, there's no longer a way for you to access anything that you purchased. <laughs> and this is unfortunately just one of the issues with the way uh, right. just digital content works. I was complaining to one of my friends about how I purchased the Trolls movies through my Xfinity on my TV. So I paid $20 for these right. two movies. And if I were to cancel my Xfinity service, I lose those movies because they're digital only. And right. I, they might offer some kind of download. That is something that I'll want to go and look into if there's a way to actually download it before I were to cancel any kind of service. But that's part of the issue with things right. that happen. If you spend a whole bunch of money on a game and then you get banned from that game for toxicity or whatever reason, it's not like you get that money back. It's not like right. it, I'm talking to like if I buy, you know, additional right. content for something, uh, it's not like I would get that content right. offline in any way. Shape right. or form. Well, how do they get a hold of you? You can come see us at our store. We are at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We are open until 5 p.m. today. We are at it's 426 uh, North Main or is it South Main? South Main. South Main in Jacksonville. <laughs> they are open until 5 as well. Our 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville is closed today. So uh, all of their phone calls and everything 